Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confident Swinger Podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. I'm Joe Levitt, confidence coach for swingers and other sexy freaks, and I help people have more and better sex. And who doesn't want that? This is episode 16, Communication in the Lifestyle, part one. Ah, communication, that magical action that's basically the basis of every interpersonal relationship. It can be as simple as saying, hey, want to fuck? Or as complicated as navigating the conversation around the fact that you and your partner are on different pages. It's all communication. Over the next few episodes, we're going to do a deep dive into communication. Today's episode is an overview of the whole communication process, why it's important, why it's so damn hard sometimes, and what effective communication looks like. The next three episodes will be about specific, difficult conversations that you may need to have with your partner in the lifestyle and how to have those conversations in healthy, effective ways. I think that this is going to be a great few episodes, so keep listening. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. Today, I'm wearing a black Victoria's Secret thong with lace across the top and pink and white flowers in the front. I have no idea what kind of flowers they are, but the panties are pretty damn sexy. Also, at the start of every episode, I like to offer a friendly warning about the nature of the show and my notoriously dirty mouth. I'm a swinger, And this podcast is based around building your confidence in the lifestyle. I'm here to help you see yourself for the beautiful fucking flower that you are and hopefully get you laid more, or at least to help you get everything you want out of the lifestyle. So there's going to be cussing. I know. Thank you, Captain Obvious. And there's going to be adult content. There's also going to be some shit that makes you think. Sorry if that hurts. Well, sorry, not sorry. So if you aren't an adult, or you don't want to talk about lifestyle shit, or you don't want to have your thoughts and actions challenged, this might not be the show for you. And also just a reminder, I'm a coach, not a therapist or counselor. It's my job to help you unlock the answers to the questions you have, to help you build your confidence, and to create a path to your ideal future. So if you're still with me, hang on tight, it's showtime. So this is the start of a series on communication. This episode is going to be an overview of communication and how to have effective communication. And the next few episodes will be about specific, difficult conversations with your partner. So I guess we need to start with a definition of communication. So what is communication? Communication is the sending and receiving of information between two or more people. That's pretty basic, I know. And at the most basic level, communication should be simple, right? It's just the sending and receiving of information. 
So yes, it's simple. And also really fucking complicated for a shit ton of reasons that we'll get into in this episode. There's a huge connection between confidence and communication. When you have confidence in yourself, it is easier to stand up for yourself and to hold your boundaries and to ask for what you want and need. And when you're able to learn the skills of effective communication, especially within your relationship, you grow within yourself and within your power and you build confidence as a result. There are basically five purposes for communication. To inform, to imagine, to influence, to meet social expectation, and to express feelings. Let's talk just a little about each of those purposes. To inform is to pass on information to another person. To imagine, or imaginative communication, involves the creation of new ideas and how those ideas are shared with others. To influence. This is to persuade or change the mind or ideas of another person. A lot of people spend a lot of time in this type of communication. Some people even see the main point of communication as persuading people to believe that they are right. To meet social expectations. We're an interdependent society. We need other people. So there are going to be times that we need to communicate in a socially acceptable way with other community members. And to express feelings. Yes, feelings. We've all got them. And since we're talking mostly about relationships, confidence, and sex, and the difficult conversations that come up when you've chosen to be a swinger or you've chosen to be non-monogamous, this is the main purpose that we're going to focus on. So why is communication important? Communication is important in every aspect of life. At the most basic level, life really boils down to how you interact with other people. That includes work relationships, family relationships, friend relationships, community relationships, and sexy, naughty, let's go heels to Jesus relationships. I know that's some pretty deep shit, but if you think about it, your entire life consists of your relationships with other people. And at the base of each and every one of those relationships is communication. So to be able to interact in any successful, meaningful way in the world, you're going to need to be able to communicate effectively to others. So communication is important for all of our relationships. Let's talk a little bit about why communication is important and what it does for us in all areas of life. It helps create trust. It's needed to collaborate and work together. It's needed to make and carry out any kind of plan. It's needed to provide clarity. It improves productivity. It increases engagement. It's necessary to prevent and resolve problems. And it builds better relationships. As important as strong, healthy, open communication is in the vanilla, day-to-day, ordinary part of life, it's even more important in the lifestyle. The lifestyle is amazing, and it can open up all kinds of new opportunities and experiences in your relationship. It can bring you closer. It can bring you a greater sense of trust, respect, and intimacy. But it's also full of a lot of potential landmines that can cause so many issues in your relationship. Landmines like jealousy, insecurity, having different wants and needs, having difficulties creating and holding boundaries, and not always being on the same page. The only way that your relationship is going to survive being in the lifestyle, 
and not just survive, but thrive and grow stronger is to have strong, healthy, open communication. You're opening up your relationship and bringing in other people for sexy naked time. If you can't have open, difficult conversations before, during, and after, I'm sorry to say things probably are not going to go well for you. If you don't have strong communication, you don't need to be in the lifestyle, period. And honestly, we've probably all met couples that struggle with this, and it's obvious from the way they interact with each other. So you need to have great communication before you get into the lifestyle, or you better learn better techniques pretty damn quick. But don't worry, I'm going to have some tips for you a little later. So let's talk about the process of communication. Basically, communication has four different parts or steps. Encoding, channel, decoding, and feedback. Step one is encoding. Encoding means you, the sender, are taking your thoughts or ideas and are putting them into a format that the receiver can receive and understand. So it's basically the way you take your ideas out of your brain and use them to create a message for another person. Step two is channel. That's the way the communication or message sending and receiving is sent. This could be oral. (laughs) I said oral. I'm such a child. Anyway, so it could be oral or written. If it's oral, that could mean face-to-face, over the phone, in a meeting, or on a video chat. If it's written, that can include letters, reports, emails, text messages, instant messages, or social media posts or comments. Step three is decoding. That's the way the receiver receives and understands your message. And step four is feedback, which is basically the way the receiver responds to the message. This is a really basic overview of all communication. It's how we send and receive messages. And you may have noticed that there are some things that can make communication difficult. So what makes communication hard? We've all been communicating our whole lives. It's such an integral part of our lives that we don't often take the time to think about it or to really appreciate it. But we're going to do that today. Communication is fucking hard. Like, seriously, really fucking hard. Here's a few reasons why. Number one, everybody is different. Every single person is unique with different thoughts, feelings, desires, wants, values, and experiences. So everybody is going to interpret the message they receive through their own personal lens. Two, it can be very difficult to put our feelings into words. Our brain processes emotions and language differently, and that makes it really hard to put our feelings into words. Three, the message that we intend to send may not be the message that is received. Four, the message itself, the words used, may mean different things to different people. Five, communicating your thoughts and feelings can be scary and vulnerable. You're opening yourself up to be hurt. Six, emotions are not rational, and we're often trying to communicate about our emotions, especially in our relationships. Seven, people don't always respond well, and we don't like to deal with the backlash from having difficult conversations. Eight, 
Some people are more interested in being right than in understanding the other person. These are just a few. I'm sure there are many, many more. So yeah, communication is hard. And sadly, we've become a pretty fucking lazy society. We like things to be easy and convenient. And good communication isn't easy, and it's usually not convenient. It's messy and hard, but it's so damn important. So we talked about what communication is and why it's important, and also why it's hard. But all communication is not created equal. And I'm going to talk about the benefits of having good, open communication. So we need to define what good communication is. For communication to be good, it has to be effective. And effective communication basically means that the message that the sender intends to send is the same message that the receiver actually receives and is understood as it was intended. So let's go back to those four steps and talk about what makes each step effective. Step one is encoding. So that means putting the message you want to send into a medium or format that the receiver can understand. So for this step to be effective, you, as the sender, have to be aware of what the receiver can understand. That means the words that you use, of course, but it's so much more than that. It's tone, inflection, volume, speed. All forms of nonverbal communication affect the message, and they affect the way the receiver understands the message. And body language, too. If you remember from last week, 55% of communication is body language, so that's a huge part of the communication process. So as the sender, you need to be aware of how the receiver is going to perceive and understand the message. Step two is the channel. That's the way the message is sent or the format that's used. Is it face-to-face? Is it over the phone? Is it one-on-one or in a crowd? All of these things make up the second step. In order for communication to be effective, the receiver needs to be able to actually receive the message. So time and place matter. Step three is decoding. That's when the receiver takes the message that they were given and tries to make sense of it, tries to understand it. Obviously, for communication to be effective, the receiver needs to be able to understand what the sender intended to communicate. And chances are good that the receiver is going to have their own thoughts, feelings, and beliefs about that message. And that's going to change the way they understand the message. So for communication to be effective, the sender and the receiver both need to be aware of that. And step four is feedback. This is where the receiver responds to the message. And this is usually where the receiver becomes the new sender and the process starts all over again. This is important because it's how the original sender is going to know if the message was received correctly. So if the receiver does not understand the message and lets the sender know that, the sender can change the message and try again. But if the receiver does not let the sender know that the message was not received correctly or was not understood, then the communication is not going to be effective because the message that the sender meant to send is not going to be understood by the receiver but the sender will have no way of knowing that. So that means when you say you're fine, when you're clearly not fine, you are not providing the proper feedback for effective communication. So let's take a look at the benefits of having good communication in your personal relationship. It builds trust. Trust, by definition, 
means that you fully believe in the reliability, truth, ability, and strength of another person. It is impossible to build that trust without effective communication. It builds safety. If I know without a doubt that my message is going to be received and understood by my partner, whether or not they agree with that message, I'm going to feel safe in communicating my wants and needs to them. It builds intimacy. When you have trust and safety and feel free to communicate all of your thoughts and feelings with your partner, even the hard shit, especially the hard shit, it takes your intimacy to a whole new level. It builds respect. I did an episode on respect, episode 11, and while that episode was specifically about respecting the partner of someone you want to play with, the basis of respect is the same regardless. Respect is the act of giving particular attention or consideration and holding someone in high regard or esteem. The biggest breakdown in communication comes when the message that the sender means to send is not the same message that the receiver gets. If both people are making sure that the message is understood, it not only shows respect because it shows consideration for the other person, but it shows that you care about them enough to take the time and effort to make sure that the message is fully received and understood. And if it's not, you keep communicating until it is. Good communication builds understanding. Everybody is different. The only way to understand another person is to communicate with them. Find out what they like, what they want, what they don't want, what they dream about, all the things that make them who they are. You can't really understand someone else until you learn how to communicate with them effectively. Good communication builds connection. All the things that I've talked about, trust, safety, intimacy, respect, and understanding, all of those things make a stronger connection. That feeling of closeness, that feeling of this is my person. Connection, this kind of connection, is about more than chemistry It's about more than attraction, and that connection needs effective communication or it just can't last. So what happens if you don't communicate well? Well, you get the opposite of all of those wonderful benefits that I mentioned. Let me give you an example that I think a lot of you fuckers can probably relate to. You've been to a party and you thought things went pretty well. You had a great time and you connected with somebody, maybe got a little frisky, But after the party, your partner seems off. You ask them what's wrong and they say nothing. I'm fine. The message that you intended to send is that you care about them and you notice that they're acting a little off and you want to know why and you want to know if they're upset and if you're in trouble for something. The feedback that you get is that they're fine. So you go on about your night. But that's not where it ends. Later, your partner makes a snide comment about how much fun you apparently had at the party, but the tone is, let's just say, snippy. You ask what that meant, and they said, oh, I think you know. I was obviously pissed after the party, and you didn't even care. Okay, so this is obviously ineffective communication for so many reasons. First, the sender intended to send a message about caring and consideration, but the receiver was not in a position to receive that message. Also, the phrase, nothing, I'm fine, 
almost always means the exact opposite of that. Communication is about more than words, as we all know, so body language and tone should be taken into consideration too. It was also ineffective because, for the receiver, you weren't being honest about your feelings. You said you were fine when you obviously weren't fine. And for communication to be effective, it has to be honest. So a more effective way to communicate if something was bothering you would be to say, I'm upset about something, can we talk about it? Or if you're the kind of person that needs to process their thoughts and emotions before they're ready to talk about it, and I totally get this because I am definitely this kind of person, you could say, I'm processing some things right now, can we talk about it later? So I want to give you some tips for effective communication. I have six tips for you today. Tip number one, be honest. You can't have effective communication without honesty. Tip number two, take the time to process your own emotions first. You need to really understand what message you're trying to communicate. If you, as the sender, aren't clear about what the message is, you aren't going to be able to communicate that message effectively to somebody else. Tip number three, be respectful of your partner's communication style. Some people want to talk right away if something is bothering them, and some people need to process and talk about things later. Learn your partner's communication style and be respectful of it. Tip number four, be receptive. Communication isn't going to be effective if you aren't receptive to the message. So be receptive. Be open to what they're telling you. Tip number five, Be understanding. Your thoughts, feelings, wants, desires, and all of that shit are different from your partner. So it's important to be understanding and try to understand their perspective. And tip number six, listen. You cannot have effective communication if you don't listen to what the other person is trying to communicate to you. And that means listening to understand and not just listening to respond. There is a huge difference. So we talked today about communication as a whole. The next three episodes are going to dig into having difficult conversations with your partner. Next week, we're going to talk about how to talk to your partner about your desires, wants, and needs, including kinks, turn-ons, and fantasies, especially if those things have changed for you over time. If you're struggling with your communication, or with something else in the lifestyle, let's talk about it. I offer one-on-one coaching in a safe, confidential, judgment-free space, and I can help you overcome the shit standing between where you are now and where you want to be. You can have the lifestyle experience that you want. It is within your power. You may just need help finding the key. So let's talk about it. You can schedule a discovery call on my website, theconfidentswinger.com so we can talk about what your lifestyle dreams are and how to make them a reality. Plus, there's a lot of sexy pictures of me, so you should definitely check that out too. Well, that's it for today. I hope you liked the show and I hope you learned a little bit about communication. And I hope you use those tips to get laid more. Communication is literally the single most important thing in your relationship and we should all be working to be better communicators. 
even if you're already great, you can always get better. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with other swingers in your life. Hell, if you aren't enjoying the show, share it anyway. The more people listen, the more they grow their confidence, and then we all get laid more. Also, rate and review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcast. I would love to give you some on-air love. And if you have any questions or episode ideas, or you just want to chat, connect with me on Facebook, send me a message, or email me at joe at theconfidentswinger.com. That's J-O at theconfidentswinger.com. Next week's episode is about talking to your partner about your wants, needs, and desires. Be sure to listen. I love you, sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.